2020 was certainly a year we will never forget, and it definitely had its share of unforgettable weather events. From a historic tropical season to massive fires to an oddly quiet tornado season in Kansas, we are taking a look back at the biggest weather events of the year. We have placed our picks in six different categories, tornadoes, floods, winter storms, wildfires, derechos, and the tropics. Detailed articles with images and video are all on our website, thestormreport.com. We have only been able to scratch the surface with our recap and there are many events we have missed. Let us know on Facebook or Twitter which events made your list. Tornadoes. The 2020 tornado season started off on an active note. January through April saw above average tornado numbers thanks in part to several major outbreaks. However, once we moved into May, which is typically the peak of the tornado season, things trended downward. Several tornado alley states saw low tornado totals. Here is a breakdown of the more notable events. During the afternoon and evening of March 2nd into the early morning hours of March 3rd, an outbreak of 15 tornadoes tore across the Tennessee Valley. One tornado occurred in Missouri, two each in Kentucky and Alabama, and the other 10 were in Tennessee. In Nashville, Tennessee, an EF3 tornado with a maximum wind speed of 165 miles per hour tracked from just west of the John C. Thune Airport across the northern part of downtown Nashville through the Hermitage, Mount Juliet, and Lebanon areas and dissipated southeast of Gordonsville. The total path length was just over 60 miles, and that is the longest path in Middle Tennessee since official records began in 1950. Five people were killed and 220 were injured. It caused $1.504 billion in damage, and this ranks as the sixth costliest tornado in U.S. history. After Nashville was hit, an even stronger tornado moved through the town of Cookville. It was rated EF4 with maximum wind speeds of 175 miles per hour. 19 people were killed. It was the deadliest tornado in Tennessee since 2008 and the deadliest tornado in Putnam County history since records began in 1950. 17 large, well-built homes on Hensley Drive were leveled and swept away at EF 4 intensity. On April 12th and 13th, a large tornado outbreak slashed across the Gulf Coast states into the mid-Atlantic. 140 tornadoes were confirmed. The strongest tornadoes of the outbreak were rated EF4, and there were three of those given that rating. One hit Walthall, Mississippi, with peak winds of 170 miles per hour. Four people were killed and at least three injured. Also in Mississippi, an EF4 tracked over 67 miles with a path width of 2.25 miles. It ranks as the widest tornado in Mississippi history and the third widest tornado in U.S. history per the NOAA database. The communities of Bassfield, Soso, and Moss were hit. Eight were killed along the tornado's path. The final EF4 struck in South Carolina. Horrible damage occurred in a still. It was the first EF4 tornado in South Carolina since 1995. On July 8, 2020, an extremely photogenic twister struck near Ashby and Dalton, Minnesota. The tornado was rated EF4. It swept away a house and debarked several trees and scoured corn crops. There was one fatality from this tornado which had a nine-mile path. Several close-up videos show the extremely violent motion of the tornado and the ground scouring as it occurred. It was a record-setting tornado year in Kansas, but not for the reasons you would think. It was the first time since 1950 that zero tornadoes were confirmed in the National Weather Service Wichita County Warning Area. Only two tornado warnings were issued by National Weather Service Wichita, which is well below the average number of 36. A total of 17 tornadoes were confirmed in the state of Kansas. This is well below the average of 95. All but one of these tornadoes were considered landspouts, and most were rated EF0 or EF unknown.
floods. One of the biggest flood events of 2020 occurred in the state of Michigan. Parts of the Wolverine State were inundated with heavy rain for the morning of May 17, 2020 through the afternoon of May 19th. A low-pressure system in front stalled across the region. Per the National Weather Service in Detroit, widespread rain totals of 5 to 8 inches were observed in the Tri-Cities region, Saginaw, Bay City, and Midland, and into parts of northern Lower Michigan. This rain amount overwhelmed the Titabawassee River. Per the National Weather Service, quote, exasperating the issue was an already stressed dam system at Edenville and Sanford, which helps control the downstream flow along the Titabawassee River into the city of Midland and eventually the Saginaw River. With increasing elevation heading north into northern lower Michigan, the heaviest rain totals, about seven to eight inches in Gladwin and Aranac counties, resulted in excess runoff flowing in a general north-south direction towards the Edenville and Sanford dams. During the evening of May 17th, catastrophic dam failures occurred at Edenville and Sanford. The result was historic flash flooding in both towns and in the city of Midland. Much of downtown Midland was inundated. Many homes were destroyed and several roads were closed due to washouts and destroyed bridges. Approximately 10,000 people were evacuated from the area. The National Weather Service in Detroit issued a rare flash flood emergency for the event. Winter storms. One of the biggest winter storms of the year occurred in December. Parts of the Mid-Atlantic, the Northeast, and New England were walloped with a winter storm on December 16th and 17th of 2020. Some areas walked away with four feet of snow. Here are just a few snow totals. Danbury, New Hampshire with 48 inches. Alba, Pennsylvania saw 43.3 inches of the white stuff. And Florida, Massachusetts walked away with two feet of snow. Williamsport, Pennsylvania set a record for most snow for a single storm, 24.7 inches of snow fell. For Concord, New Hampshire, it was the highest single-day snowfall on record and the second biggest snowstorm on record. They picked up 24.2 inches of snow on December 17th. Others experienced a mix with some ice accumulation. Over a half inch of ice accumulation occurred at Piper's Gap, Virginia. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania saw close to a quarter of an inch of ice. The storm caused a 66-car pileup on Interstate 80 in Clinton County, Pennsylvania. This occurred during the afternoon of Wednesday, December 16th on the westbound lane of the interstate two were killed. Per the Pennsylvania State Police, one fatality was from the crash, another was a result of a medical issue. A man in Oswego, New York, was buried in his car for 10 hours. Per an article in the Associated Press, Kevin Cresson, 58 years old, had driven off the road after passing a snowplow. Per state police, he had been plowed in by a truck. From the article, quote, if he was in there for another hour, his body temperature would have gone lower, and I'm convinced he wouldn't have made it, State Police Sergeant Jason Colley, who rescued the man, said in an interview. With the help of a stranger, parents-to-be Christine and Jay Barker were able to get to the hospital in the midst of the winter storm to safely welcome their baby boy into the world. The couple from Roslindale, Massachusetts, were buried in snow when Christine realized she was in labor. She reached out to a community page and a stranger came to the rescue. Per WCVB-TV, quote, there was one particular guy that ended up coming that we met only because he came, showed up at our house with a mask on, with a shovel, ready to help. Pat Hines, our knights in shining armor. Wildfires. Several major wildfires ripped across the West Coast states in 2020. These fires prompted mass evacuations and major damage. 2020 could also be known as the year of the fire tornado. Our article on our website has a detailed recap of the five largest fires of the year and the historic pyrotornadoes. Here is a quick overview. 
four of the five largest fires of 2020 occurred in California. The August Complex fire is the largest in California history with over 1 million acres burned. 935 structures were destroyed and there was one fatality. The SCU Lightning Complex fire is the third largest in California history. 222 structures were destroyed. The Creek Fire caused 29 injuries and nearly 900 structures were destroyed. And the LNU Lightning Complex Fire, the fourth largest in California history, destroyed almost 1,500 structures. Five people were killed. The final of the Big Five of the year occurred in Oregon. It was the Santium Fire. Most of the towns of Detroit and Gates were destroyed. Five were killed. Over 1,500 structures were destroyed. For the first time on record, a pyro tornado was documented and officially recorded as a tornado in the Storm Prediction Center database. At the time of our recording here, five pyro tornadoes have been officially documented in California in 2020. Three tornadoes were confirmed in Lassen County, California on August 14th and August 15th. On September 5th, the Creek Fire produced two tornadoes. The strongest was rated EF2 with estimated winds of 125 miles per hour. It tracked for 12 miles. It snapped and uprooted many trees, and some were even debarked. The second pyro tornado occurred near Huntington Lake. Several trees were uprooted and snapped in EF1 fashion along the mile-long path. Duratios. 2020 supplied us with at least three large duratio events. What is a duratio? For the Storm Prediction Center, quotes, a duratio is a widespread, long-lived windstorm. Duratios are associated with bands of rapidly moving showers or thunderstorms, variously known as bow echoes, squall lines, or quasi-linear convective systems. In our overview, we delve into the details of the most impactful duratios of the year, but here are the highlights. During the morning and early afternoon of June 3, 2020, a duratio marched across Pennsylvania into New Jersey. The damage was first reported in Beaver Township, Clarion County, Pennsylvania, where it knocked down several trees. The bow echo started to grow in size as it marched across central Pennsylvania, downing trees and power lines across the Clearfield area, Tyrone, State College, Lewistown, and Hershey. As it moved into the Lehigh Valley across the Philly metro area and into New Jersey, it was at its strongest and was very destructive. The length of the damage was over 305 miles, highest wind gusts of 93 miles per hour at Beach Haven, New Jersey. A very strong upper-level area of low pressure moved through parts of the Rockies and the Plains on June 6th and 7th of 2020. It triggered a line of storms that brought widespread damaging winds and even a few brief tornadoes to parts of Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, and the Dakotas. This event was classified as a derecho by the Storm Prediction Center. This was a rare event for this part of the country. Per a post from meteorologist Elizabeth Lightman on Twitter, there have only been two other derecho events recorded in the western U.S., May 31, 1994 and June 1, 2002. Severe wind reports expanded 750 miles from far southeastern Utah to southwestern North Dakota. The highest wind gust was 110 miles per hour at Winter Park Ski Area in Colorado. The biggest and most damaging derecho event of the year occurred on August 10, 2020. It began in eastern Nebraska and dissipated in southern Michigan and towards northern Ohio. Iowa was by far the hardest hit, where estimated wind gusts of 140 miles per hour caused major damage to homes, trees, corn crops, and cell phone towers. This derecho was the costliest severe thunderstorm event in U.S. history, causing at this time of this recording an estimated $7.5 billion in damage. It was also the second costliest natural disaster to impact the U.S. in 2020, falling behind Hurricane Laura. 
Cedar Rapids, Iowa was the hardest hit area. It was here where the 140 mile per hour winds tore apart a large apartment complex, destroyed half of the trees in town, and caused extensive damage to many buildings. The tropics. We end our 2020 recap with the tropics. If I go through all of the information we have on the historic 2020 season, I could be talking for at least another two hours. So to spare you that, please check out our breakdown of the hurricane season in our article at thestormreport.com. Here is a quick overview though on the tropical season that seemed to never end. There were 30 named storms from Arthur to Iota. This is the most storms on record. Previously, the record was 28, set in 2005. 13 hurricanes form and six were major hurricanes. This is the second highest number of hurricanes on record. For the sixth year in a row, a named system formed before the official start of hurricane season, which is June 1st. This was Arthur on May 16th. 12 storms made landfall in the continental U.S., five of which came in across parts of Louisiana. The previous record was nine, set back in 1916. This is only the second time in history that the Greek alphabet was used. There was a record of nine named storms that formed from May through July. Our article delves into the details of the 12 landfalling storms in the United States. Here are three of the most impactful. Hurricane Isaias began as a tropical wave off the coast of Africa on July 23rd. It strengthened to a tropical storm seven days later and passed south of Puerto Rico and into the Dominican Republic. Isaias became a hurricane and made landfall on North Andros in the Bahamas with a max wind of 80 miles per hour. It then weakened slightly and ran parallel across the Florida and Georgia coasts as a tropical storm. It did strengthen back to hurricane status before making a landfall on Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina. The max winds, 85 miles per hour. The system raced up the east coast and dissipated on August 6th. Isaias spawned a rather large tornado outbreak. Over three dozen twisters were confirmed. The strongest tornado of the outbreak occurred on August 4th. It traveled 10 miles through parts of Bertie County, North Carolina. The greatest intensity occurred south of Woodard. Peak winds were estimated by the National Weather Service to be right around 140 to 145 miles per hour, rated EF3. Several mobile homes and stick-build houses were destroyed. Per the National Weather Service, quote, it flattened seven single-wide and double-wide mobile homes, leaving unrecognizable bits of debris. There were two fatalities and 14 injuries due to this tornado. This was the strongest tornado spawned by a tropical system since 2005. A long-track tornado spawned by Isaias occurred in Delaware. It moved for 35.5 miles from near Rising Sun through Dover, Smyrna, and Middletown, dissipating south of Glasgow. It was rated EF2 with peak winds of 115 miles per hour. This is the longest tornado path documented in Delaware since 1950. A 96-mile-per-hour wind gust was measured by DelDot, weather station north of Smyrna. EF2 damage occurred near Middletown. Several homes had roof and partial wall loss. At least 12 homes were declared uninhabitable. The tornado also produced severe damage to trees and cornfields. Hurricane Laura. Laura was the first major hurricane of the 2020 season. It began as a tropical wave off the coast of Africa on August 16th. It continued its trek westward, eventually becoming a tropical storm on August 21st. It was the earliest 12th named Atlantic storm on record. The center moved across the northern Lesser Antilles and south of Puerto Rico. A landfall occurred over Hispaniola and then eastern Cuba during the August 23rd-24th time frame. As Laura moved through the Gulf of Mexico, it began to strengthen and reach peak intensity of 150 miles per hour on August 26th, 
just south of the coastal areas of southwestern Louisiana. Major Hurricane Laura made landfall at Cameron, Louisiana at 1 a.m. Central Time on August 27th. It was the strongest hurricane to strike this area since records began in 1851. Over $19 billion in damage occurred, 17-foot storm surge was confirmed in Rutherford Beach and in Creole, Louisiana. Extensive wind damage occurred to the Lake Charles, Louisiana area with hundreds of buildings being heavily damaged or destroyed. Several tornadoes were confirmed across parts of Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Tennessee, including an EF2 that hit near Maynard, Arkansas. The WSR-88 radar at National Weather Service Lake Charles was destroyed. Hurricane Delta. Delta first came on the scene on October 1st as a tropical wave over the Eastern Caribbean. The National Hurricane Center gave us a heads up that this system had the potential of becoming a cyclone on October 4th, and it officially became a tropical storm on the 5th. By the time we got to the morning of October 6th, Delta had already intensified to a Category 2 hurricane and later in the morning had strengthened to a Category 4 storm 125 miles southwest of Grand Cayman. Delta encountered some shear and weakened to a Category 2 system as it made landfall in Mexico. It weakened slightly more over the Yucatan Peninsula and began to re-strengthen though in the Gulf of Mexico. It fluctuated in intensity as it moved toward the Gulf Coast and eventually crossed near Creole, Louisiana with maximum winds of 100 miles per hour on October 9th. The landfall was just 12 miles east of where Hurricane Laura came in. A 96 mile per hour wind gust was recorded at Lake Arthur, Louisiana. This has been a recap of the biggest weather events of 2020. Please check out our article series at thestormreport.com. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Naramore for the Storm Report Radio Network.